Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. This morning on the third hour of today, are you feeling lucky? The biggest Powerball prize in history up for grabs tonight. Nearly $2 billion. We're live with the rush to buy tickets. Plus, Mind Matters, Carson opening up about what's really behind this photo. His candid conversation with today viewers about their mental health journeys. Thank you for uh, choosing to tell your stories. It's not an easy thing to do. Then later, Best Toy Awards. Parents tested and kid approved. Find that perfect gift for the little ones in your life. And actor Omar Epps live in 1A, sharing the story behind his brand new book. That's all ahead this Monday, November 7th, 2022. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Good morning and welcome to today on the third hour. I'm Chanel here with Dylan and Tom Yamas, Alice hey. off. Um, thanks for joining us today. Great to be here. Always fun. Wait, wait, what's up with the hair? You're looking, you're looking at my hair. Like Dylan's like, I see her, her eye line. It's like, is my just, hair crazy? I just what? noticed it happen? for the first what? time today. It's, it's doing it's, more of a swoopy than it normally it? does. Is it? I, I mean. Yes. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, yeah, because it's so dark on camera, but in person. The person who did my hair did your hair, Dylan. So let me start looking at your hair. I love how she does swoopy with my yeah, hair. It looks yeah, like, I, remember I, that I, scene? Oh, she might say. I think it's looking. I like it. Well, somebody else is Anyways, cool. yeah. Craig is going to be joining us in a few minutes. He's got a cool... Oh, you're together now. He's in Kansas City, our special guest, yeah. his son, Can't Del. Wait. Good morning, Del. <laughs> and you got an earpiece on, Good too, morning. Del? The full thing? Oh, yeah, he can hear you. That's can you right. Hear? Listen, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, wearing an earpiece is not, you know, easy. It's different. It's, it's so hard what we do. He's it's so hard. Officially, officially, well, it's just annoying. Don't minimize it. Yes, it is hard. Yeah. It is annoying. Anyway, how was your weekend? It was great. I had another book signing, um, which was so much fun. This one, uh, my agent, Rick Ramage, who's yeah. also yours, too. It was. Um, it was. No, no I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, his wife works at um, the library in Bedford, New York, so oh, he set nice. up this book reading for the kids there. That was there, um, him in the middle. It was yeah. just really great. You know, it's... When the first book came out, I didn't get a chance to read to kids, you know. Oh, so because oh, of COVID. Yes, I got to read to kids and answer Good. their questions about weather and all and things. And see the reactions. That's got to be so cool. That is fun. So fun just to, you know, see that something I wrote, they enjoy it. Yeah. So, and then, um, so do you, you don't take the kids, do you? No, because we all went out for lunch after. It's, it's a long day for the kids. But Calvin and I made up for it by doing Legos, which okay. is yeah. just an hours, hours long process. We're in the middle of building this plane, Whoa. which we've been doing for the last several weeks. Um, so we took a break from playing football. Well, that's the real Watching deal. football, the, kids, the other kids were napping, so yeah, we yeah. Legos. It's funny, on Friday, Al said, hey, what are you doing this weekend? And I said, I am intentionally being still. And I could have been Ooh. anything but this weekend. <laughs> we had three games, soccer games, Whoa. a bat mitzvah, mitzvah, a birthday party. So we were most of the time either in the car or at a restaurant. My little guys now, it's not easy to get a selfie. You'll see. Once they hit, like, seventh grade. They don't want to do it? No. And so my little guy top right's like, only if we can make a face. I'm like, okay, fine. Nice. Oh, my but anyway, gosh. And you were all over the place, too. We were. It's, just, it's like, so crazy now, right? There's, like, every, you don't have a minute to yourself on the weekend. Yeah. yeah. So we had a, a birthday party, which was a lot of fun. I had a ropes course, which I don't know if you guys have ever been to one of those. Oh, They're yeah. a lot of fun. Like, climbing all over the place. 
with the kids. And, and it's incredible how safe it is. I mean, they've figured all this out. There was a zip lining. This is my daughter, Milana, here going, doing a zip line. How old is she? She is nine, and she just missed uh, – I cut it, thankfully. But she missed that. We had to come get her and, like, swing her back over. <laughs> but they had so much fun. And then, guys, the weather – was crazy. It was warm. It's warm here on the we, East Coast. We actually went to the beach, which really? is nuts. There's a little beach yeah. near us, and I, I'm trying to teach the kids football. And this is they had some play dates, and so we were playing on the beach <laughs> I there. See you're just directing from. The yeah, I, well, actually, I threw that pass, and then okay. I'm because they okay. they always want to run backwards. But look, it was like low tide, That's and awesome. I got to tell you, Dylan, the craziest part was the water was also a little bit warm out there too. Well, the Long Island typically Sound. Typically warm this yeah. time of year. You know, it, it takes a while for the water to cool down right. to match the temperatures, but the temperatures haven't cooled down, so the water. Is there something going really... on? It's so funny. People are like, should. We trust this? Or I know. To- it's just a trend. Tomorrow okay. we're back yeah. in the 50s. Wednesday we're back in the 50s. But enjoy it today if you like it's this fun. this kind of summer heat. Um, we are going to see highs once again. So it's all over, not just us, huh? Yeah, 19 states could hit records today. Atlanta will likely break a record. Charlotte, North Carolina, up in Boston, 75 degrees for a high today. Again, tomorrow, Wednesday, we're back into the 50s. But it's going to warm right back up as we get closer to the weekend. We'll take it. All right. We look we'll forward to that. Guys, yeah. uh, are you doing Powerball pools? Are you guys playing? We're doing I, just, pools. I just put the next $20 yeah, in Yeah, I did the, the last round. Yeah. So, yeah. But I have We're to be like honest with you, this whole <laughs> I haven't checked our tickets. <laughs> oh. But I don't think... I don't think we you had didn't 20 win the big one. Powerball. And if oh, okay. you don't get the Powerball, I don't think you win much. But even if you... So if you don't have the Powerball, could you have some other combination of numbers or no? I, don't yeah, yeah, you can win. You can win up to a million dollars if you right, uh, have. Oh, this is the worst. No, no, you have all five numbers, but uh, not the Powerball. But can you imagine? You hit all five numbers, you don't get the Powerball. Oh, like, to me, that's a million. A, I, know. I know. <laughs> like, that, that just that would hurt me. Anyways, the record-setting jackpot just keeps growing. Almost two billion up for grabs now, and it could be yours or ours tonight. We'll have to wait and see. <laughs> Let's bring in NBC Sam Brock. He's down in Florida for us, Sam. So no one ended up winning the jackpot on Saturday night. So give us the details on tonight's drawing. There's still another chance. So we are now looking, guys, at a record, $1.9 billion. That is the highest any lottery has ever offered. And as you walk into the 7-Eleven in Miami, this is the first thing that you see, the sign tonight at 1030 Central, 1130 Eastern, a $1.9 billion jackpot with a cash value of $929 million. That is the lump sum. If you look historically, we have seen in the last six or seven years, five times, 10-digit jackpots, which is to say a billion dollars or more, that did not used to happen. And if you're wondering, is there a reason behind this? Yes. A few years ago, in 2015, they added number combinations, which basically cut your odds in half, which are already not great to begin with. One in 175 million to one in almost 300 million. But the longer you go with people buying tickets and not getting the jackpot, the bigger that it builds. That's the situation that we are in right now. And yes, it just so happens there are certain lucky numbers that even though statistically it should be random, pop up more often than others. And let me give you a couple of examples. 61 is one that comes up in the main five numbers the most Mm -hmm. often, then 32. As far as the Powerball number is concerned, you see 24 on the bottom part of your screen there. That has been drawn 45 times. Historically, the next closest number is 18. So if you're superstitious or you believe that there is something to that, there's a science perhaps, give it a shot. When I play Keno, I usually bet 24. But I don't usually pick my own numbers for the Powerball. I just let the quick quick pick. I just feel it's better. Hey, Sam, is... Where should we be buying our ticket? Is there a state that's better than any other? 
Yeah, you wouldn't think that like certain states would over-index, but they do. And the Midwest, for whatever reason, Woo-hoo. that's where the money is at. We're talking about states, Dylan, like Indiana, Missouri is number two, Minnesota, then Woo. Pennsylvania, Florida, where I am. The drawing is in Tallahassee. Florida has been in the double digits, New York, California as well. But it's those Midwestern states where you see the largest frequency of winners for whatever reason. So maybe take a flight to the Midwest, kick it back to New York. I just think it's because we're right. so nice in the Midwest. We're the price kind of people. Yeah, uh, you thank, deserve it. We're just, we're just <laughs> kind. I don't know. The universe just rewards us. Uh, Sam, thank you. <laughs> All right. From the lottery to the football field now. And this morning, we're taking you inside the game with one of the most successful duos in the NFL who also happen to be best friends. We're talking about Kansas City's star quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, Woo-hoo. and tight end, Travis Kelsey. Craig was there for the Chiefs game against the Titans last night and joins us from Arrowhead Stadium. Now, Craig... I, the, I mean, the game was awesome. The fact that you're out there with Dell, you got to see the overtime game. I mean, how incredible was that? What'd you think of the overtime game last night, buddy? It was, it was amazing. Amazing? Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, it was pretty amazing. And you, it, it was funny because the, the, the Chiefs started pretty strong last night, guys, and they tapered off. And then at halftime, we were a little down. And then second half, wasn't much better. And then late in the game, Patrick Mahomes did what Patrick Mahomes does week in and week out, essentially putting the team on his back and carrying them to victory. But what was really interesting, I mean, it's been like take your son to work week here in Kansas City because Dell came with me. Run, Patrick. Run. Run. Touchdown. (laughs) Yes, that's the monitor there. That's that's the little play-by-play. Well done. Well done. (laughs) Uh, so earlier this week we came and we spent some time with uh, Patrick and Travis and we talked about their friendship, their legit off-the-field friendship, which a lot of folks uh, have suggested really contributes to their on-the-field success as well. I mean, you know, Kelsey was was in Patrick's wedding uh, last year. They hang out at baseball games together. They play video games together all the time. They're big Call of Duty fans. Um, I asked him last week what it's going to look like once the football stops when they hang up the cleats what is their friendship going to look like here's what they told us what does this friendship look like post football man hopefully it's uh it's miles down the road baby um but like i said man this guy's family now it's uh it's it's something that's uh that's genuine and that and that's what's real and um i'm sure the our relationship's going to go f- far beyond this game. There's people that I've met that were his childhood friends and I'll text individually because we're friends now. Um, And so those relationships that we've built together has kind of conjoined both of our families and uh, it'll be something that uh, we'll have forever. So the guys were so gracious, they let Delano ask a question as well. Do you remember what you asked Patrick and Travis? Um, One was, what do you look for in a friend? And the other? And the other one was, what is one thing no one knows about you that you wish they did? Here's what they said. What is one thing no one knows about you that you wish they did? Ooh, that's a great question. I'm a tremendous ping pong player. Um, I actually, I've never been beaten in my household, and Travis has never beaten me, so I like to keep those streaks alive. Wow. I would say that I... The one thing that I would love everybody to know about me is that I absolutely love all types of music. And I listen to everything from, you know, an orchestra to hip hop to uh, oldies. So here's here's the problem, guys. I, I asked Travis Kelsey to qualify oldies. Yeah. And do you know what the tight end 
said. Don't say Don't 90. say, Don't say 90. Yeah, the 70s, yeah. 80s, 90s. Anything, anything that came out before the year of his birth, 1989. Oh, my uh, goodness, no. So he's like, Vanilla Ice, yeah. so old. Those yeah. are the oldies. Ice is the oldies. It was 50s and 60s. I love it. I love it. Um, well, you're boring, Dell, because he's yawning yeah. on you. So no, I'm just kidding. Dell, how cool was that? <laughs> you're from the oldies. Miss Jones said, how cool was that? Uh... It, it was like one one of the biggest games of my entire life. Partly because it was only the second game. <laughs> good job, Del. You did a great job. Great, great, experience. great questions too. I know, really good questions. All right, thank you, Craig. Thank you, Del. We'll say, see sir? you soon. Thank, thank you. you. All, right. All right, guys. Thank take you. care. Mike, am I Miss Jones now? I guess yeah. I am. All right, up next, an important conversation about mental health. Carson sat down with some Today viewers from all across the country to talk about everything from panic attacks to postpartum and when it's time to ask for help. Very good conversation. He joins us with a closer look. Hi, Carson. Yeah. <laughs> a couple people right are yawning. This. A couple people are yawning. <laughs> when you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is Constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're back with Carson, who joins us with another edition of his series, Mind Matters, all about mental health. And Carson, this one started with a very personal story. Yeah. So what happened here is I posted a picture earlier this year. That's the shot. This is a live shot uh, when I was on The Voice hosting the show. And on the outside, this photograph, if you saw this on social media, you probably think, oh, there's that guy from MTV. He's like on The Voice. His life is perfect. You know, looks like he's having a good time. But what you don't see is that in this moment, I was having an insane panic attack. I was really struggling. And... um, there's just nothing is what it seems, right? Mm-hmm. And so I had my right hand in my pocket, and I was I was gripping onto my flesh, mm-hmm. like grabbing it, trying just waiting for this this rough moment to go by. So we decided to just talk to some Today Show viewers, and we asked them to submit their own photos, right? Pictures of yourself where things just aren't what they seem, mm-hmm. and people are suffering in silence. And so people submitted all these photos, wow. and, and then we sat down to talk about it and made a special around that idea. Here's a little bit of it. Huh? That looks like. The perfect picture, right. perfect Halloween, yep. and inside I was basically dying. I was actually about to go through a panic attack on this picture. They say a picture is worth a thousand words. That image for me just sort of captures some of the complexities of my identity, being gay. For some people, I'm not gay enough, and for some people, I am too gay. I see these beings are my home, but at one time, my irrational thoughts convinced me to leave this picture multiple times. For Laura, Taylor, Carl and Drew, these photos say even more. We sat down to have a candid conversation about a tough topic, mental health. Thank you for uh, choosing to tell your stories. It's not an easy thing to do. 
Taylor opened up about her panic attacks. The most frustrating thing is when people ask you, okay, what's wrong? What started this? I can never tell them. You can't explain it or it sounds so ridiculous that you don't want it to come out of your mouth because you're thinking it. Right. And it just makes you seem weak, crazy. Carl's mental health journey began over 20 years ago. What led you to therapy? It was just realizing that I had come from a background and an environment where things weren't discussed and feeling like I was experiencing a lot of things that I didn't have the language for. I didn't know how to process personally. Mm -hmm. um, and I didn't necessarily feel like I had an outlet. Laura dealt with postpartum depression after the birth of her daughters. The bravest thing I've ever done was ask for help. I right. had to tell myself, you know, I am enough. I'm enough, and this world needs me, and that's hard. And Drew Robinson, a former professional baseball player, turned mental health advocate after surviving a suicide attempt that cost him his eye. I have some struggles at times, but it's learning how to cope with it. I can be that primal man mentality, but I can also add to that by being an empathetic person who tells people I care about them and how much I love them while also providing, while also understanding that I struggle at times. I give you a hug, bro. Come on, stand <laughs> up, man. I'm just glad you're here, man. Seriously. I called my friend and mental health advocate, Dr. Alfie Breland Noble, to join our conversation and share some words of wisdom. What stood out to you that you've heard today? Just how normal it is for people to experience these things, right? I think we tend to get in a space where we think we're the only people having this experience. People watching, they don't feel right. Something's going on. What is that first step? I think the first step is that acknowledgement. But I think we too often skip to, I got to go fix this. And I don't even know if we always recognize what it is we're trying to fix. With the first step behind them, these four now want to help others. I would say to anyone who's struggling is you are not alone. I think for me, it's not letting your mind convince you that you're weak. It's just kind of rewriting that narrative that you are, in fact, strong. Right. One, strength is not always physical. Understand it takes a lot of strength to address your struggles and face them head on. Number two, look at mental health and emotional health work as a preventative, empowering experience instead of an emergency crisis, reactive reaction. Reach out for help. It breaks my heart to think of when I look at the picture of me and think other women are feeling like that. You're worth enough to get help. So that's what I would say to them. I mean, we really had it's such amazing. a great afternoon. It's amazing yeah. those those four people came together. And Dr. Alfie is my my sister on the front lines of mental health. Uh, so I appreciate Dr. Alfie being there. She started the Acoma Project. She's doing the Lord's work every single day. But mm -hmm. it was an eye-opening conversation. So much of this topic ta starts with having a conversation. And I loved this this photo idea, like yeah. behind the picture, because so good. It's just sort of propped up against the societal things that are happening now with Instagram, right? right? Well, Everybody's you saw so the quick mom with the two kids. You right. just assume, oh, this is a perfect right. life. Yeah. Everybody's posting pictures of their perfect life. So their perfect True. meal and their perfect trip and their perfect when he, vacation. When he and first posted that, I remember Digital or somebody asked all of us to submit a picture. And it's like a no-brainer, easy thing to do to say, okay, here's the picture and here's right. the backstory behind yeah. the picture. Amazing. We all yeah. can relate to that. Yeah, when you look at somebody, a family member, a coworker, somebody that you don't know, you know, don't be so quick to assume that everything is so perfect. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they could be struggling and they need help. And, and Carson, good on you because it is courageous what you're doing. I mean, to come out Sorry. here, you have such a huge public persona. People yeah. know you all over the country and you are being so honest with well, yourself. I'm so proud to do it. I get it all the time from people. People reach out to me all the time and say, you know, I've been having panic attacks for 15 years or, you know, thank you for talking about it. And I was like, that's what it's all about. You know, I wear it like a badge of honor. I mean, yeah. I've always had anxiety. I've, I've 
dealt with the panic attacks. I've gone to tons of therapy, mm-hmm. cognitive behavioral therapy, where I feel like I know a little bit about my anxiety model now. I can't help myself. Right. And um, I, I'm. This is how God made me. I'm wired this way, and um, and I'm just You're, yeah. I'm proud to wear it. You know, if anybody's yeah. embarrassed by it, they should be. Doing good. Does that conversation doing help you? Like doing the special? No, it does. does it help like, you? Yeah, okay. I don't get I don't get paid for it. Or, I mean, <laughs> like yeah. people are like, do you want to interview? I'm like, yes, because it puts me in a room talking with these people, and it, we're like family after we did that interview. I didn't know those four people, but yeah. we're hugging when we were wow. gone, yeah, and it's awesome. like you have an immediate bond in this. Yeah. And it helps really if you're a family job. member to see that your loved one is not alone either. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. We also just want to mention that. I don't know if I'm supposed to read this, but Go I will. Uh, if you're contemplating suicide, please call or text please. the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 988. And if you want to watch more of that conversation of Mind Matters behind the picture, it'll be on today at 10 a.m. Eastern on the Today All Day channel on Peacock or your smart TV. So, so thanks for having me. So good. Yeah. Yeah, also guys. head to today.com slash mind matters because you have so many resources there um, yep. on today.com. Carson, yep. thanks. Shout out Project Healthy Minds, my group over Project there. They help Healthy us out. Minds. Great nonprofit org. So good. All right. All right. Thanks, Carson. Okay, thanks. All right. Coming up next, a close personal friend of Adnan Syed, the man at the center of the hit podcast serial. And now Rabia Chaudhry is telling her own story about body image and the lessons for anyone struggling. Then later, we are helping you shop for the best new toys that are sure to be on every kid's wish list this year. What is that? Right there. <laughs> we just got the new <laughs> Energizer button. Our next guest, Rabia Chaudhry, is an accomplished author, attorney, and podcaster, best known for her years of work to exonerate her friend Adnan Syed. His story was the subject of the popular 2014 podcast Serial. And after 23 years in prison, Syed was released when his murder conviction was overturned and prosecutors dropped all charges. Now, Ravi is opening up about her own life in a new book called Fatty Fatty Boom Boom, a memoir of food, fat and family, which chronicles her struggles with body image and self-acceptance. Rabia, good morning. Good Welcome morning. to the Today Show. Great Thank title. Mm-hmm. We're going to get to the book in a second, but okay. we do want to ask you about Adnan. Yep. He, he has been in prison for, for decades, yep. and now he has been out. It's been a few weeks. What's it been like? You, you fought so hard to get him out, and yeah. you're so close to him. Talk to us about what now is like? I mean, he went in as a 17-year-old, came out as a 41-year-old man. Mm. He's got a lot to like catch up on, obviously. He's been um, just kind of living privately and quietly, staying out of the media right now, and just learning how to get back into life. Um, he has a great support system. A lot of exonerees that he was incarcerated with are, are helping him like, mm. you know, uh, transition into the world and learning technology and feeding the squirrels in his backyard. And mm. yeah, yeah, he's doing very well. And we're, we're just so grateful that this struggle is finally over. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also posted a picture of him flipping through your book on right. Instagram. <laughs> yeah. um, so that kind of transitions us into talking about the book. Yeah. It's all about your relationship with food. Yeah. You know, the struggles you've had with your weight and yeah. just your self-worth. I mean, yeah. what, what made you want to write this? And what did you learn about yourself? Well, a few years ago when I thought I decided, okay, I, I would write a memoir next after the first book was about Adnan. Um, you know, I realized a lot of my public facing work I've talked about a lot, but the one story I've never talked about is actually this one theme that mm. has, you know, been with me my entire life mm. um, and also resonates with a lot of people. And that is the struggle with uh, weight loss, body image, you know, societal ex- societal expectations. And Fatty Fatty Boom Boom was actually a childhood nickname and it was one of many. So that's where the title of the book comes oh, from. No. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it, it was, it's been, uh, and the timing's really interesting. You know, nobody expected the book is going to come out around the same time that mm-hmm. going to get out. So, but it's given me a chance to kind of pivot to talk about this uh, story and I hope it resonates with a lot of people. I, I actually, I think it will. I mean, yeah. I was looking at some of these pictures. Your family came to America when you were just a baby and right away you say weight became an issue. At age yeah. two, you were 50 pounds 
pounds. I was blown away. I read this morning they would mm-hmm. use, like, if you had teeth pain, they would use a frozen stick of butter <laughs> or, I mean, but, you know, buffalo milk. I mean, just things yeah. that sometimes, you know what, you know, you're, you're doing your best as parents. Like, they're not, you know. You are. And, you know, look, when immigrants come to America, there's so many ways to discover this country. And one of its ways is through this food. And my parents really thought that anything that is found in an American grocery store is going to be healthy for you. Mm. They could not imagine that there would be foods in American grocery Mm. stores that the government would allow their citizens to eat that might not be good for you. So really, we grew up always hearing food here is good, it's pure, it's healthy, and the food back home is not. Mm. So there was kind of no boundary around what we should be eating and not eating as long as it came from an American grocery store. Yeah. And and in the book, you, you talk about just your journey all the different weight yeah. loss programs, all the different diet programs. Yeah. There's a new one every week in this country and even, yeah. even gastric bypass. Yeah. And also backlash you received? Well, you know, I a few years ago when I kind of got to the point where I figured I kind of figured it out, mm-hmm. right? I, I started, my relationship with food got better. I was eating well. I started circuit training. It, it really transformed like how I thought about my body and, and helped me make peace with it. And as I was looking kind of better and better and feeling better. Um, folks were, there was a little bit of a backlash. Mm -hmm. They said, well, you know, this is like counter to body positivity. Mm -hmm. You should love and accept yourself however you were. Um, and look, I, I feel like either way, especially women, you're going to get shamed. If you're overweight, you're going to get shamed. If you are trying to take care of yourself. And I said, at the end of the day, I, it's about how I feel about myself. I'm not doing it for anybody. Right. right? So yeah. yeah, good for you. Okay, Robbie, thank you so much. Thank again, her you. book is Fatty Fatty thank Boom you. Boom on sale tomorrow. Great title again. So good. Yeah, up next, we're helping you thank check you. off the family gift list with the best toy awards. We'll be right back. It's good. I know it's hard to believe, but the holiday season is upon us. And this morning, we are helping you shop with some gift ideas for the kiddos in your life. Parents put together its annual list of best new toys. And editor-in-chief, Grace Bastidas, is here to show us. Good morning, Grace. Good morning. I love that we have different ages checked off. Because I think between the three of us, we've got kids of all these ages. So babies and toddlers, what do you recommend? Yes, we have the Busy Little Sensory Bowl. And it's perfect for entertaining babies three Mm -hmm. months and up um, with nine activities. That, that promote sound. cognitive and motor skills. Yes, babies can peel back the crinkly fabric. You can shake it. Mm-hmm. There's a little ring to use as a th- teether, and it has a mirror. No baby mm-hmm. can resist. No, they just <laughs> like to look at themselves. And this and all of our toys are currently in stock, but order early to okay. avoid supply chain disruptions. This one's better for toddlers. A little more action going on here. Yes, this is the Fisher Price DJ Bouncing Beats mm-hmm. toy. We gotta throw. Yep, that's there it. <laughs> oh, I and love the beats. I cute. And these songs get stuck in your head. All yes. Oh, that is so babies, <laughs> babies and toddlers, nine months and up. And cute. we we considered hundreds of toys, and this came out on top for the younger set. It bounces up and down. It lights up. I'm having fun with it. I like this. Introduces kids to the alphabet numbers and colors. <laughs> Sorry. Cute. Yes. This is having a little too much fun. Those were for well, like toddlers. I'm like, oh, this is great. And parents can write a little yeah. message for their kids to listen to oh, later. Oh, so that's, that's, so that's really cute. Grace, come on over here. So yeah. I, I know this is for preschoolers, but I think all little kids would love this because the figurines are so small. So it's a dollhouse, but it's also a, so an old school cute. lunchbox. It's, it resembles a lunchbox. So this is the Play Maisie dollhouse, and it resembles a vintage 
lunchbox folds out on both sides to reveal different settings with fixed wooden furniture. And, and they don't lose all the stuff. Exactly. Yeah. It's not all over the house. Exactly. And magnetic accessories. So and smart. Kids love that it's super portable. You could take it to restaurants. But you can't put your lunch in here. No, it's, don't it's a put toy. Your lunch in there. Okay. Uh, you can take it on a trip, and parents so really cute. like its simplicity yeah. and that it's made from sustainable materials. Which we gave extra no, that's points beautiful. to toys made from eco-friendly material. And Grace, you know, I love this. This is a toy that I love. This is a, a pyroraptor. I can see my son loving this. You, and you explain to people what it does, because it's so cool. You can, you can actually train the raptor? Yes, so this is Jurassic World Dominion pyroraptor. And it comes with multiple modes so that kids can train it to follow commands, play with it, or set it wild. And it has touch sensors, so you just kind of stroke it gently. You pet the raptor. Yes, and the kids love that the eye color changes yeah. with the different modes. That's really cool. So I can just take this. <laughs> and... fun of me, Tom. Yeah, I, know, I know, but this is like my so new you, friend. Wait, can you pet it? Yeah, that's, and, you, and you train them. That's cute. Yeah, there you that's go. Really cute. And okay. it's for dino fans five ah! years. No, no, I'm just... We're about to run out of time. Hurry, hurry. Okay, it gets harder when All kids right. get older to find. Yes. things for them. So this is fun. It's a Marvel game. Yes, Skillmatics Guess in 10 Marvel card game. You have up to 10 guesses to guess the Marvel characters on the cards. We have Black Panther. We have That's so cool. Thor, Captain America, all of those. And you can play it one-on-one or in I a like team. It. You can take it on the plane. It keeps them off their phones. It works. And it's great for family game night. And last but not least, we were just saying now there's, you know, representation matters. There's dolls with curly hair. And you can actually, like, put it in water yes, play with it. Yes. I told them back in the day they would give us curly head dolls. And you couldn't even comb the hair. This is but the healthy like, roots dolls. I love and it. And they have naturally curly hair that you can shampoo, exactly. into box braids, whatever Adorable. you want. There's a bonnet that's sold separately, oh, so diversity was a big criteria for us. And, you know, these are new to the line. They Adorable. Great diversity great. and self-love for kids. Grace, you have right. something yeah. for everybody today. Thank you Thank so you. much. Grace, yeah, really for, very cool. for more on these toys, head to today.com slash shop. Coming up, we got a very special guest. Take a look. The one, the only actor Omar Epps is here sharing his new book for teens with a very powerful message. That's right after this. Love it. And welcome back. Our next guest has been entertaining us for decades. Omar Epps burst onto the scene in 1992, starring alongside Tupac in the hit film Juice. Mm -hmm. And who can forget his role as Quincy in Love and Basketball? Now Omar is out with his second book. It's titled Nubia, The Awakening. So it tells the story of three teens living in a futuristic New York City after a storm destroyed their African homeland. And they discover some very special powers. And Omar is here to tell us all about it. Omar, good morning to you. Thank you for coming back. Good morning. I was just telling you, even just at its face, this book is beautiful. It's like a vibrant book. It's a coming-of-age story. And while it's fantasy, you hit on some real-life issues, the have and the have-nots, class issues, climate change. I know this idea has been in your head for a while. How long? And how long did it take to... Wow, I need you with me. It took me about three and a half years, my, myself and Clarence Haynes, who's okay. my co-writer, um, uh, three and a half years to write it. It was in my head for over a decade. Wow. And um, it just, you know, that I, we have those light bulb moments. And um, I was at a book festival and I saw all these young kids running to this other author. And I was like, well, who, who's that person? They're like a rock star. And they're like, oh, that's the young adult sci-fi mm-hmm. rock star Interesting. author. And I was like, bing, yeah. I need to activate on Nubia the Awakening. You know, writing is so difficult, as, as you know. And now you've created a book that takes place 100 years in the future in New York. How did you even wrap your head around that and start creating concepts and names and ideas? I tried. I, 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 what I really tried to do was like find issues that 
the reader can correlate mm-hmm. to now, the young okay. adult reader, mm-hmm. can cor- they, they can relate to it now, but how does this look in, you know, roughly 100 Good. years? And I really, it, it's a rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> like you start out with something simple and then you go down the rabbit hole and you mm-hmm. keep going and keep going. And, and we created a universe. What does the world look like? What does New York look like? And, you know, after climate change yeah. it's, mm-hmm. it's beyond change it's like right. climate disaster mm-hmm. and so we created in lower manhattan would be the swamps it's basically underwater that's where the nubians and the displaced mm-hmm. people are and then you have the up high which ah. is more midtown and that's okay. where technology is in a in hundred mm-hmm. years humans have fused with technology and basically good. the haves yeah are up there Amazing, right yeah it's good you know Besides being an author, um, you know, you're you're also busy. I feel like every year you're working on another project and another project. Um, the Deliverance with Glenn yes, Close. Yes. What was it like working with mm. her? That was amazing. Um, shout out to Lee Daniels uh, uh, for having me. And Glenn Close is like, you know, we throw this word legend around, I think, mm-hmm. a little loosely. But she's literally a living legend. And it was <laughs> such an honor to to uh, just share space with her That's and great. work together. And we got to I, I like to call what we do the dance. Mm. So I got to dance with Glenn nice. Close. That's amazing. I love it. Can't yeah. beat that. I yeah. And uh, no more. You know, you grew up in Brooklyn. You, you had the chance to go to one of those famous schools that, that I don't know if LaGuardia is that that was the basis for the movie fame. I mean, I, th- I think it's right. Oh, yeah. 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 He went to LaGuardia. Yeah. What was it like growing up? I mean, knowing that you wanted to be an artist and then now at this point you you are a successful artist, you know, yeah. in multiple genres. It was uh, it was amazing. Uh, shout out to LAG, all my <laughs> alumni. Um, was that Marlon Wayans? Yeah, that yeah, video yeah, that yeah, we yeah. saw. Y'all were really together. Is that true? Please don't play that video. <laughs> it's, oh, wait, do we have it? it? Okay, yes, yeah, we have it. What do you mean? Wait, is this yeah. for real? Yeah, yeah. That's us at our high school prom. I heard you say you were going to make it. You were going to be successful. All those things. What you think about, you bring about. Yeah, but for the kids out there, belief. Oh belief is the starting point. You got to believe in yourself first and and then you got to put in the work mm-hmm. you know and uh i think we had great teachers there and yeah. um, great guidance and um and they taught us to believe in ourselves to foster that creativity yeah and, and then we put in the work and um 30 yeah. years later i'm fortunate to yeah be here. that's awesome that's Beautiful. so great yeah. are we out of time so we yeah. can't find out that he's related to mike epps are we out of time no you're that? not related to mike <laughs> no i'm, I'm, not related. I'm <laughs> joking i'm joking i'm joking me and mike epps are not related i know i'm joking i want you to be able to set the record straight you're not related but you are related to somebody who we, yeah me and Two chains. The what? Really? Yeah. Huge, huge yeah, yeah. rapper, businessman. Um, we think we might be. We got to do this twenty three and Me thing. Oh we wait, gotta, that's there's, great. There's yeah, because we think we're blood related. What? Wow. Yeah. Okay, well, Omar, to be continued. Yeah. Stranger things have happened. And that's <laughs> two chains. Again, again, the book yeah. is called Nubia: The Awakening. It is out tomorrow. Awesome. All right, coming up next, it's another edition of Cooking with Cal. This time, we're making tiramisu with a twist. The kids can eat this one. Right after this. Ah. At the UPS store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS. Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. All right, I'm excited for this one. We are back with Cooking with Cal. We just went on a recent family trip to Italy. And so Calvin and I decided to make one of our favorite Italian desserts with a kid-friendly twist. Take a look. It's another edition of Cooking with Cal. What are we making today? Tiramisu, baby. Tiramisu. It's actually full of coffee. 
So we're gonna make your version with some chocolate milk. Yeah. Are you so excited? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so yeah. first things first, let's make the filling. Do you remember to crack eggs? Crack that into the bowl, please. Oh no, what's that mean? There we go. That's not my best egg. Not your best. No. There we go. There we go. Well done. This egg and who? Four, five. Oh. You like the sugar? Now we're gonna use a special kind of cheese. It's called mascarpone. It's like an Italian cream cheese. Let's get started. Okay. So that's our filling. Now we're gonna make the cake part. Made some coffee earlier, so I'm gonna use coffee. All right, I'm going to add a little bit of coffee liqueur. You can also use rum or brandy. You're gonna use milk and chocolate. I'll put that in. I'll tell you what. Oh, <laughs> I meant I'll tell you when to stop. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Give a good couple of squirts. Take a couple packs. I'm gonna take a couple packs. Why do you think they call them ladyfingers? Because they're tiny. And they look like fingers. <laughs> Put this in here. Put this in here. Okay. Now you don't want it to get too wet, okay? Okay. Now take it out and lay it down like I did mine. Make sure you get both sides. Bit of mine on here. Just spread a nice layer. Oh yeah. Look <laughs> back on me, camel, camel. Now let's do our next layer of ladyfingers. I think we have just the right amount of milk here. So did you like tiramisu when you had it in Italy? Loved it. Yeah. Let me look. Good job, Calvin. It's not enough. It's a dusting. Put this in the fridge yeah. and let it chill together and all the flavors kind of combine. And then we'll have it for dessert. Like it? Me too. <laughs> <laughs> to these recipes and more, head to today.com slash food. This is really good. I had to stop eating it because it's so good. You in the background. That was Rusty screaming for more. Oh, really? The chocolate milk version. I mean, you have, you're not a huge coffee fan, so you I don't should like really coffee. try the chocolate milk. And look at me. I don't even like oh. tiramisu. This is amazing. Mm. Yeah. It's that good. It. We'll be right back. Really good. And I'm picky with tiramisu. I love this size. 
Is it bad I ate the whole thing? I mean, I, I, I had to, like, it. put it down. It was it's good. It's so good. Oh, my goodness. Tomorrow on the third hour, more food. Celebrity chef Anne Burrell is here to help us kick off our holiday cooking. And a star-studded Hoda and Jenna up next. Actors Will Ferrell, Ryan Reynolds, and Octavia Spencer all coming back. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Bye. Will Ferrell? I know. Will Ferrell. I know. I, I, I'm not it's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com.